0: Asking where are your people and how do you pour into them into that space? Where is your audience hanging out and where do you shine best?
1: Welcome, Christina. Not only is she been a fantastic supporter of the FAST Foundation's program, she's an alumna and she is so full of knowledge when it comes to all of this. She's such a giving individual who loves to pour into everybody else around her. And she's really helping us with a lot of our strategy around building this community because it's one of her specialties. And it's something that she is just an expert in because this is what she focuses on. So we're so excited to welcome Christina Bartold, who's the CEO of The Social Snippet. She loves helping entrepreneurs and small businesses grow their communities online using social media and podcasting. Christina has worked with over a 100 businesses to help them gain visibility on social media and lean into community to skyrocket their business. Christina take it away.
0: I'm so excited to chat with you guys today about building online community. And like many, of being online has actually been one of the greatest gifts, I think, out there for businesses. Never have we ever been able to make more money from anywhere in the world than today. And so I'm excited to chat with you about how to build some community online, but also to hone in on the community that you are building. Something to know about me is I'm like not a sage on the stage. So if you're ever like, I have a question or I'm wondering about this. My DMs are always open. I always want to help people build community in whatever way sees fit. So just a quick intro about me. Jim told you, but I'm the CEO of the Social Snippet. We're a social media and podcasting agency. Work with over 60 clients now on Retainer every month, but we've helped hundreds of business owners and I had humble beginnings and fast foundations. Jim was my first coach and he brought Maria and I in in many ways to where we are today. So I have lots of gratitude to, to him and the work that he does. But I'm so excited to be here today and feel really honored to share with you. So why does online community matter? Like I said, this one's an easy one. An easy answer is we are more connected than ever. Whether you're a brick and mortar restaurant or you are an online coach or you are an agency owner, whatever it is, online community matters. And it's not just about followers. And that's something that's really important to me that people know is that I actually don't care that much about followers. And whenever I sell to a client, people are always like, oh but I want 10,000. And I'm like, great, that's fine. But I know people who have 50,000 followers that can't sell a t-shirt. So what is really important is that you have an engaged online community that when it's time for you to sell something, they're eager and ready to buy from you. And so there's a few things you can do to speed that process up. But really today, and always my vision on this is that when you serve these people over and over again in a free way, by the time you're, it's time for you to sell something, it's a no brainer. And so that's where I want to bring us today. So the first step, I think, when it comes to building community online is clarity and authority. And one of the things that I find really fascinating about business owners online when we're on our socials or anything, and maybe you could drop this in the chat if this has ever been you, not you, or you've, maybe you've seen this if you don't want to put this out there, but is have you ever looked at someone's Instagram profile and you've been like, I literally have no idea what they do? I have no idea how what I could buy from them. I have no idea how they could help me. Are they an online coach? What could they do for me? And we have very limited attention spans. We know this, right? Like when we go on someone's social, we've got like a minute, a minute's generous to look through their social, see if they're for us before we hit the follow button. And it's really important that when somebody goes to your profile, they know exactly what you do, how you can help them, and what transformation you provide for people. And so the other piece of that, like the second part of the coin is the authority piece of that. And so whatever it is that you're selling or whatever is your niche, you're an authority in that space. And so you want it to be really clear to someone when they go to your page, they're like, oh, Matt Allen, he's the authority on content. I know he makes amazing content because I can see it on his profile. I can see it in his bio. And I know that's exactly what he talks about. Or I know Danielle Jaworski, she helps people with visibility, right? So I know she's a visibility expert. I can see that right away. So a few pieces that I would really utilize, especially if you're using something like Instagram, is one, like the bio, kind of the line where it says, Christina, social media management. The biggest mistake I see business owners make that actually I think takes away from the clarity piece and also away from the, Jim will love this, but like the Instagram SEO piece is that they're not putting something in there that someone's looking for. For example, I have social media management in there and I've gotten DMs from people many times being like, hey, what are your rates? I see you do social media management. I see we're connected with this person. I'm looking for something. You can drop in the chat if you want help figuring out what that line would be for you, but you want to do something that is something someone will want to buy. Steve and I were recently at another event and I was playing around with a title I wanted to call myself. And a mentor actually said, he was like, you can call yourself that, that's fine, but people don't think they need that. And so you want to make sure that you're using language that people need, right? So I know people need social media and podcasting support. So that's the language that I use. Jim could put like AI expert. Steve could put marketing expert, sales expert. Steve has so many things that he's great at, right? Something that people are going to want to surf in there and that they're looking for. The next piece about that is I'm looking at pinned posts. You can see at the top here, these are my pinned posts. And I always put the money maker here because this is what you want people to be clicking and excited to watch. But what you want there is one high performing post. So something that you think is going to be or is high performing. So this reel I've got in the middle was one of our highest performing reels. It's high quality in terms of editing and all of that. And I have that there because it really has like our ethos around our brand about social media. The second piece I have is about my podcast because I use my my Instagram to attract podcast guests and bring them in and then to be on other podcasts. So that's important to me. And then usually I'll put something I'm selling. This was a personal branding workshop I did in April locally. And that was a great way. So people, if I was attracting people to my profile, they were able to click it. So I want you to think about your own profile. What are the things that you would want at the top there? Because this is like your handshake, right? Like, when you're talking about going to a networking event or something like that, they look at your profile quickly and they're making a snap choice about whether you're the person that they want to work with. So your bio should have something in there. Mine doesn't, so it's a faux pas, but about the transformation that you provide. So if, say, let me use Steve as an example, who I know runs a marketing agency, like service over a hundred businesses. If Jim is working on fast foundations and that's really what he's talking about, we've helped hundreds of entrepreneurs scale to multi-six figures. Like these things, those tangible metrics are what people want. And they're like, ooh, that's me. I need to be a part of it. I won't go too deep into LinkedIn bio, but one of the other really big value pieces of clarity and authority, is, and this one seems really simple, but it's something I have to tell. And every time I do this or a version of this workshop, I see so many profile pictures change, but you want a really clear picture of your face. So something where someone can recognize you and start to build that no like, contrast. trust. So if you have a brand like Social Snippet, I have a logo that's beautiful that was made by Ali, who's another FFM person. I will have that logo on the, I was about to say Space Creators, but on the Social Snippet page. But for me over here, it's really about being able to show my face. So people are making that connection and building that know, like, and trust right from the beginning. The second piece is where do you find your community? I just want to tell you, you don't need to be everywhere. And so I'm giving you this like blanket permission if you're waiting to hear it that is like, you don't need to be on every single platform. Yes. Are there omnipresent people who are doing like super well and building network and building all of that? Yes, of course. But something that's really important is you want to be like where your people are, where people are, your people are in particular. I use this example often, but I worked with a client recently and she was like, I need to be on TikTok. And I was like, okay, tell me why you feel this need for TikTok. And she was like, I serve women over 60 and I serve them with like with their menopause. And I was like, I love your enthusiasm. I do not think TikTok is where you need to be and here's why. And so w- her age demographic typically wouldn't be on TikTok. That's not like their home base. So we worked out on a Facebook strategy. What does that look like? A lot of her people are on Facebook, on Instagram. She even has some folks on LinkedIn, right? So really partying where her people are and like really being in their energy is what's important. So you don't need to be everywhere, but you need to ask yourself, where do you build most know, like, and trust? Keith's an awesome example, too. Keith does an amazing job on LinkedIn, I know, with the help of Steve's team. And that's awesome because that's his place, right? He works on the Workday software, like that's where his people are. If he's going to go on TikTok and talk about Workday, it's probably not going to have the same impact. So asking where are your people and how do you pour into them into that space? So where is your audience hanging out and where do you shine best? I also always say this and heard me say it. Sorry, this is a controversial point, but like no one wants to watch you do a, an Instagram dance at gunpoint. No one wants to see you like standing there dancing and look like, you know, someone's on the other side threatening your life. You want to be in the energy and excited about what you're doing and showing up. So For me, Instagram's an amazing spot. I love stories, Instagram stories, and that's actually where I make a ton of sales. And it's because I love to talk, as this is why the Oscar music's gonna cue, but I love to talk. I love to talk about the stuff that I do. And I love to show people the behind the scenes. And that's really easy for me and doesn't feel stressful. So TikTok stresses me out. Like I'm stressed out by all the like 20 year olds who are doing really great work, building content, being funny. And so I've put the bow on the TikTok for now and I'm going all in on Instagram and I'm seeing really good results. So asking yourself where your community is. And I'd love for people to drop in the chat where they think their community might be, where they think that they, their community might be hanging out the most. The next piece I just wanna say is that authenticity will always lead to sales, right? So if you are showing up on a platform and you again, look like you hate it and you're having a bad time there, people see that. So when you're building your online community, really thinking about like authenticity is really key. So you want to show up as your authentic self and show what that looks like. And so people want to hear stories from you and they want to feel like they're part of something. And so one of the things I've been most impressed by in my entrepreneurial journey is how people have been so excited about the actual journey. I'll see people, and they're like, this is so cool. You go to all these masterminds. Oh my gosh, you're in Arizona again. That's awesome. But people are building this narrative about what we do. And so, for example, like I'll use RT. RT is like this watchman, right? Like we he make, makes and works on all these watches, right? I literally never knew anything about watches. I've never known anything about watches in my life. But watching RT talk about watches, watching him talk about getting investors, watching these things, I'm building my narrative about Vortec. And so people want to be a part of all of this with you. And so when you're authentic about your own brand, it calls people to be authentic about your brand too. So one of the number one sources of work for us, truthfully, has been referral. Many people in Fast Foundations have built amazing referrals uh, for us and that's been incredible. But I think that's largely in part to the fact that we're authentic about what we're saying. This is what we do. This is how we do it. Here's how we like to do it. Here's how we like to show up. So asking yourself, like, what does it look like to be authentic in your own brand? Like, maybe you're serious. That's okay. Like, maybe you're serious and not funny online. Me and Maria laugh all the time. I'm, Maria's my business partner. We laugh all the time at Steve's TikToks because I'm not funny online. And Steve can be really funny and edgy online and it looks really good. But that doesn't look as fun for me. And so really asking ourselves, like, wh- what does it mean to be authentic? And asking ourselves, like, how do we want to show up? Jim's another great example of this, right? Like right now he's, well, and you've always been, but right now you're big into the AI. Like you're going all in on AI, showing people tools, all of that. If you were like scared to talk about AI, that probably wouldn't be a good fit, right? That probably wouldn't be authentic. But the fact that you love it, you work in it, like you build it, you do the thing, then that's a great space for you to be. And then my last tip is (laughs) making connections. So this one I think is the most important one. And this one is the one that sometimes can feel the hardest. So you're posting every day. You're like showing up on Instagram, showing up on Facebook, showing up on LinkedIn. You're doing it. You're dancing on TikTok. And you're like, where are these people? These people are following me, but they're not like converting to anything. How do I build this network? So ask yourself, is your ideal client connecting with your content? So when you're posting content, does your ideal client like it? Are you posting for you or are you posting for them? So I fall into this all the time because sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, wouldn't it be so fun if we did this and Maria's like, for you? No one else is going to find that fun. And I'm like, okay, so we, I need to find out what my ideal client likes. So our ideal client loves lifestyle. They love lifestyle stuff. I post a tip being like, one tip for Instagram. No one engages with it. But I post one cute picture in Arizona and people are all over me. So I know people like lifestyle stuff. So how do I lean into that to continue to educate people, but then also be calling in some of those ideal clients right to my doorstep? Also, once they engage with you, what are you doing to keep them there and get them to be part of your community? I'm not huge on, and this might be also controversial because I know there's people here that do this, but that DM right away. Someone follows you, you DM them, or you've got a bod or whatever that looks like. That's not my vibe, but I'll go out of my way to start commenting on their stuff, to maybe engage with some of their stories, really just try to start that conversation. So I want it to feel a bit more authentic than, hey, thanks for the follow. Like, where are you from? For me, I'm like, oh my gosh, you've got a German Shepherd too. I also have an extremely expensive German Shepherd. Well, yeah, aren't they great that we're able to make that connection? And then the other thing is how do you invite them into getting to know you better? So this is one of the pieces that I think is missed all the time, is that people will post great content, but they're not funneling people anywhere else. Instagram could implode tomorrow and you would have none of these people ever. You would never see them again. So how do you get them into spaces that you own? One thing that I love to do are connection calls. That's where I meet with people one-on-one for 20 minutes. I ask them about their business, what they're up to. Sometimes I'll give them social media advice, probably more often than not. And then we jam out a little bit. And then I'm like, great. So right, connecting. Let me know if you ever need anything. And we've started that conversation. I love doing that. If you don't have as much capacity for that, a group connection call. Like, how do you bring a bunch of people like this in together and get them to introduce themselves, connect with each other, right? That is awesome and so powerful. And then I've seen people do things like free Facebook groups. And I wouldn't necessarily message people being like, hey, here's a Facebook group, like get inside or get in my money network. But just being like, hey, I've got this space where I offer free resources and actually offer free resources and show up in there consistently and build that network. The key to all of this is making your free content so valuable, like the way that you show up for free so valuable that your paid content is a no-brainer, that people are so excited to give you money because you've given them so much for free. So anytime I've done one-on-one coaching with people, that's how I've gotten a client is I've given them a ton of free advice, as I do, unfortunately, for those of you who know me. And then they're like, hey, I've never paid you and now I want to pay you and this is how. So thinking about how do you provide so much value that your offers are a no-brainer to the community that you're building? That's a wrap. That's all for me.
2: Thank you, Christina. Can you tell, I know it says here on the slide, but just for our audio side, can you tell everyone where to find you?
0: Oh yeah, I forgot that this turns into a podcast. So fun. So yeah, if you want to come say hi on Instagram, I'd love to hear what you're doing about building your community. I'm at Christina.Bartolder at the social snippet. I spell my name with a K. But yeah, I would love to hear from you what's working for you and what you're going to try.
2: Thank you. The next part of this is rapid fire takeaways, which I'll give each and every one of you a chance briefly to introduce yourself to the group. Say one thing that you learned. Ask a question if you want. I'm going to go first. I really appreciate the reminder to just fully optimize your Instagram bio. I look at it all the time, but I don't see it and I don't put the lens on of somebody else looking at it. And I looked at it when you were talking and I was like, shit, some of this stuff is out of date. I updated this, I don't know, 90 days ago. So quick reminder for myself and everyone. I love that to make sure your, make sure your shit is together and keep it that way. First person on my screen and someone I haven't seen in a little while, and I really appreciate being here, is Keith. Keith, can you hop off, introduce yourself, tell us one thing you learned, where you're from, all that good stuff?
3: Yeah, from Pennsylvania, Keith Bitticofer was involved in a couple of the Fast Foundation groups. Love Jim and RT, thanks for all you're doing. And uh, thanks, Christina, for sharing today. I love the statement of make your free content so valuable that when you sell something, it's a no-brainer for your followers. Uh, I've been doing free content for a year and a half or more now, and I'm ready to start moving into the selling stage of this and, and just listen to some of Matthew's podcast over the last weekend and lots of great stuff that he was sharing about some of the similar stuff. Thanks to both of you.
2: Thanks, Keith. Next person on my screen is Adrian. Adrian, thanks for coming again. Nice to see you. Yeah. Hey, on.
1: so I'm, I'm Adrian from Austin, Texas, and Christina, thanks for showing up. I learned that you should tell people what you do, like in the title. So I don't have mm. that right now. So I'm going to search for something good to put there. But yeah, no, this is awesome. Thank you.
2: Thank you. I learned that too. And now I'm like, oh shit, how do I fit that into however many characters they have? Definitely on the list to do. Thank you. Zach is the next person on my screen. Zach, you ready to pop off mute? Yeah. Good afternoon, everyone. Uh, my name is Zach Fagerberg. I'm the
1: owner and founder of Actual Life Potential Wellness Coaching here in Fort Collins, Colorado. I help people focus on four pillars of wellness so that they can bring their best self to all the things they're passionate about in life. And it was so great to be here for Christina's workshop today. I feel like I learned something every time I listened to her speak from the very first moment we became friends in a Fast Foundations room. But the reminder of how you connect with people who end up as your followers or on your page, I think is, it was always a great reminder I know you referenced there being options, but just a good reminder to think about how you're
2: doing it and do it intentionally. Important piece of that. Thank you, Zach. Steve, you're next on my screen. How you doing, man?
3: Hi, everybody. I'm Steve. run a digital marketing agency and currently living in Nova Scotia, Canada, which is on the very east coast of Canada. Great to see you all. Uh, Christina, thanks for pouring to us as always. That was an awesome presentation and it's been so fun to get a front Front row seat to all of your growth and success over the last, geez, just a year or so now. So pretty awesome. I think being in marketing, what really resonated with me is just the reminder that you don't necessarily need to be omnipresent. I think you see some of the biggest creators of people out there right now really hammering that that's such a big part of their success, but it's a lot easier to do when you have a huge marketing budget and a ton of people running behind the scenes. And so to take a more pragmatic, intentional approach to party where your audience is partying, I think is a really good piece of advice. So thank you for that.
2: And we party in Scottsdale, Arizona. So just FYI. Alison, you are next on my screen. Welcome.
0: Awesome, thank you so much. My name is Alison Hartrum. I'm originally from Philadelphia, but I've been living nomadic since 2019 dialing in from Mexico currently. And I host international business retreats for female entrepreneurs. And the thing I want to thank Christina for today, it was more of a reminder than anything, but I wrote down, people want to hear your stories. People want to hear stories from you and they want to feel a part of something, et cetera. And so I thought that was really helpful because just reminding people they're interested and they're following along for a reason. So invite them in. But thank you.
2: Thanks, Allison. What part of Mexico are you in right now?
0: As of this moment, I'm in Merida, which is in the Yucatan. It's a little bit, it's four hours, three hours north of Cancun. Sweet. But I'm always bouncing around.
2: Your life sounds awesome. Thanks for being here. Thank you, Matt. Yeah, I have you up next? Thanks for being here. Whoops. How are you? What's up, guys? Thanks, thanks for hosting this, Christina. Always love listening, to Christina. Always a reminder. I do similar things with messaging help. People set in their power through their messaging. You say but they truly want to stay online, helping not convert ball reverse clients. And it's, it's always hard to coach yourself. So I was literally over here changing my bio. because My bio was like this future vision of what I see for content. And I'm like, that's not what people are coming to me for. So I just changed it to master your messaging. It will get you more leads. Essentially that. So it's, it's always that great reminder. Thanks for seeing it. Thanks for being here. Danielle, you're last on my screen. Thanks for being here.
0: Thank you so much. Hello, everybody. It's so nice to be here. So, thank you for the warm welcomes in the chat. I appreciate that. I'm Diane worthy I'm located west of Toronto, Ontario, in Canada, literally just down the highway from Christina. We met a couple months ago. And it's funny, I just, I'm here because she put about this event and her speaking at it in her newsletter. Hmm. I've been following her since we were connected through somebody else a few months ago. Love what she does. So, it's that whole Then going back to community is that power of community, and you you never know, and just sharing things with each other because you never know what people are needing at that point in time. And it just helps to build that no-like trust factor and community at the same time.
1: Hey, this is Jim Carter. Thank you for joining the Fast Foundations podcast. We're excited to try this new format. We're grateful you were here to be part of it with us. If you missed the live event, you can join us every Wednesday. Sign up at fastfoundations.com slash office hours, and we'll see you next week.